0: This is the Two Biz Chicks Podcast. Each week, the hosts, successful CEOs Linda Rawson and Tamara Tran, entertain you with real life stories that are guaranteed to empower, enrich, and enlighten. The Two Biz Chicks are both entrepreneurs, authors, and public speakers with many diverse life experiences that bring a powerful message to each episode.
1: Hello. We're here today with the Two Biz Chicks Podcast. I'm here with Tammy Tran. Say hi, Tammy. Hello. And we are pleased to introduce Julia Coronado, who we're going to interview today. Uh, We've had uh, the pleasure of spending a few moments and learning about her and everything that she has to offer. So go ahead, Julia. Tell us about yourself.
0: Okay, well, my name is Julia Coronado, and I'm an accountability and empowerment coach, and I specialize in assisting women coming out of divorce and domestic abuse, redefine what they want their life to look like, and build their confidence and self-esteem so that they can go and accomplish their dreams.
2: I think that is absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to learn about more. So, what does that mean exactly?
1: So that
0: means that women who have life experiences, that they choose to look at things as events, that they can detach the event from what their worth is. So women, we sometimes beat ourselves up thinking that we should do more, we should be more. We, We aren't good enough because if there's other people who are successful, then perhaps we have the belief that that means we can't be successful too. And it's coming together and redefining who are you. What drives you? What is your sole purpose in life? And let's make that happen.
1: Perfect. And tell us, um, how did you decide to get into this profession? So
0: I had a very rocky road leading up to where I'm at today. Um, I was actually raised in a very religious community where divorce was taboo. Um, My parents ended up divorcing. That was hard for me, and I told myself I would never, ever, ever do that to myself. And then fast forward (laughs) a lot of years, um, was married for 14 years, had six beautiful children. But at the end, I felt very unfulfilled with my life. I felt like I was destined for more, that my life had a greater purpose than what I was living. And when everything had kind of fallen apart, I'm like, what do I want to do? And asking myself the questions, I had hired a mentor because I was in a very dark spot. I mean, there's one thing to say, all life was hard, but when you have six children and all kind of sense of security is totally ripped from you, when financially you don't know what your life's gonna look like in a year, you don't know how you're going to keep food on the table and your kids are you know, trying to find some kind of balance, some kind of normalcy when their world has been shifted upside down. And as a woman, all of these things, I, I assumed all of this energy and this guilt and the shame and laying in your closet crying, saying, I'm not enough, I should have done more. I should have put myself last. I should have thought about more of the people. But when I hired the mentor, the should have. Turned into what do I want to do? What do I get to do in this moment? What can I do? And that really shifted the trajectory. And as I came out of it, people turn to me and say, Hey, I'm going through a divorce, or there's a rough patch. What do I do? You seem to know what you're doing. How can I get to where you are? What are the steps that I need to take? So that's kind of where I got where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know,
2: that is-
1: Fantastic. So it's, it's amazing how you tie yourself to a marriage and you think that that's who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I, I feel like I stayed way longer than I should have in my marriage just to do exactly what you're saying. And, you know, when your children become adults and they come back to you and they say, you know, I, I don't know how you stayed as long as you did. So, I mean, it's, so while you're sitting there thinking that you're doing this for your children, the reality is they're going to love you no matter what, and they would love you easier the happier you are. So, I mean, I I admire the work that you're doing to prepare these women to have, you know, self-confidence after some devastating life event happens. And so tell us a little bit about your, um, your strategy for, for giving these, um, you know people therapy you have different some different packages
0: i do so first off i do want to clarify that coaching is different than therapy so therapy if you look at it like a spectrum therapy if you're standing right in the middle of the spectrum therapy's focus is on rehashing or going backwards looking back okay what's this that happened and what was this and and going back and reliving some of those experiences, whereas coaching, you, you are where you, like you're in the middle of the spectrum again, and you're going forward. So there are times that when you're looking forward, there might be beliefs, like when things are coming up. And a belief is when you're in the process of something, and then you feel like, oh, I want to just kind of like, you know, sink into my chair and melt, or oh, that I, I'm not sure what the outcome's going to be. And so you kind of like step back. That's a belief. That's a block that's coming up. So coaching is looking forward. What are your goals for the future? Not what was the past like? What do you want to learn from it? All that stuff. It's going forward. If occasionally we need to look at the past to say, okay, well, this is coming up. Is there some kind of a belief? Is there some kind of attachment to you not being good enough? And then they can do the work themselves, but we don't rehash that. So for coaching, when people come to me, They say, you know, first we have the conversation to identify where they're at and then we look at what would be the best fit for them for financially, what what are they willing to invest and how aggressive do they want to be. With coaching, I'm going to push you outside of your comfort zone, but no more than you're willing to go because ultimately the goals that we're setting are your goals, not my goals. And some people are comfortable with playing it small for a while and other people come to me saying i'm willing to make a big investment because i want to hit the moon so let's go so for people who want to hit the moon we can do personal one-on-one coaching for people who are more i want to do some work but i want to do it at my own leisure i don't want to be as aggressive we have a group coaching um, opportunities and then we also have a hybrid for people who like the group setting, that community and that support, but they also want individualized feedback on where they're at to keep pushing them, but still at their own pace and not at the pace that they're ready to, you know, be a mover and a shaper type thing. So we have all kinds of a spectrum. How aggressive do you want to be? how, How motivated and hungry are you?
2: I think that's absolutely fantastic that you provide different levels of support. I do have a question. So you shared your story, kind of what happened to you, how you were feeling in the moment so that you, you can understand completely where these people are coming from. And then you've got this end, this end product. This is what you're doing now. What happened in between and, and what gave you the confidence? Where did your confidence come to, to say, you know what, I'm good at this, I'm gonna do this.
0: You know, the irony in this is this is something that I had a vision of when I was going through my divorce. In the deepest and the darkest of days, I told myself sometimes what got me through, in addition to a mentor and a coach, was to say, okay, this is preparing me for something and being open to that possibility. And as I started to work my way through that, that's when I got more clear on like, okay, you know, there is a need. And ironically, one of the roadblocks that came up during that whole process is (laughs) it was actually a lady that was helping me with my divorce. And she said, you know, people don't really pay for people like you. You don't have a college degree. You don't have decades of experience. And who do you think you are that you've been a stay-at-home mom with six kids? Like not trying to be, you know, saying you can't do it, but let's be realistic. And I kind of took a step back and that's when I knew I was on the upswing is when I could detach from her and I'm saying, you know, you're entitled to see it that way. But to really ground myself in just because somebody says, they don't think I can do that is not a reflection of what I'm capable and able of doing and influencing other people. Nice. So you, but a lot
1: of times somebody like that is a catalyst. Uh-huh. It's like, you know what? I'm going to show you, you know, the best revenge. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> that is- well, and that's the message that I really want to get out to, to the listeners I have this saying for my kids because there's a lot of times they'd say, well, what is this going to happen? You know, when there was a lot more uncertainty than there is now, what is this going to happen? What about this? And what about this? And I had a phrase and every time I'd say, Hey, and they go, I know, I know. And I say, mom loves me and we'll figure it out. It's not about having to have all the answers. It's about taking the step now. What one small shift can you make now to get you closer to where you want to be? Because when people, I mean, especially if you don't have a supportive community with where you're at now, sometimes it can be challenging to actually believe in yourself. Even if you have that gut, like, I'm going to show you when life shows up and you have the belief, that voice in your head where you're like, well, maybe they were right. When you say, okay, well, they could be right, but they could also be wrong. So right now, what do I want? What, what step am I going to take? Am I going to choose to give in? to the fear, or might choose to be like, all right, I'm just gonna find a way. There's always an opportunity if you ask the right questions.
2: That's fantastic. I love how you talked about asking the right questions. So that brings me to another question. At what point, and how did you migrate from, I am a great listener, I'm a great friend, I'm mentoring my friends, I'm giving great advice, to now I am a professional charging for my service. How, how did that happen, and what did that look like for you, and what's your experience with that? Because I know a lot of people can probably relate to, oh, I'm really good at this, but how does that translate into a business?
0: Okay, so it translates to in business, but the same thing I was just talking about is taking the first step. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, I, I, I'm really good at this. What do I want to do with it? And so it shifted to what do I want to do? Okay. I'm gonna do what I give back. And so I gave back and gave back and gave back until I gained that confidence where I'm like, "Hey, what I do, people are benefiting from. I am changing lives. So it's taking a step outside of the fear and taking action. So it starts with getting a business license, forming the LLC. It gets with defining what your mission statement is. Defining is what service, how, like what problems are you solving? And for mine, was people who were in my situation to get out to get onto what they want. Okay, so then the next question is, how am I going to do that? And so putting myself out there was, I think, the biggest thing. Because again, I know for me, perfectionist identity, perfectionism is like the highest class way of facade of saying I'm so freaking insecure that if I can't control how everything looks, then I don't know what else to do. So perfectionist was like, well, what if people don't do it? Well, what if people don't think I'm credible enough? What if people think that because of the certifications, I'm not qualified enough? Okay, take a step out there. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to ask people, hey, do you happen to know anybody? The networking events, what do you do? Taking ownership and I transform lives. And so the business license, putting together a plan, a module, how I'm going to do it, setting up a website and taking action. Like, So if people don't know how to do it on their own, reaching out for mentors or people that can help guide them and shorten the duration from A to B. Everybody can DIY. Do you really want to DIY? Do you want to learn ups and downs and ups and downs? Or you say, you know what, I'm going to take my time and I'm going to use it the best way possible. I'm going to make an investment in me knowing this is what I want.
2: That's fantastic.
1: I love that message. <laughs>
2: I absolutely do. Tell, I sorry, Lynn. I keep asking all these questions. But, um, I love it. Please. <laughs> first, what, what was that like when you first had the courage to say, "Okay, I'm in business, and this is how much you know. I'm I'm charging for the service." Did you have to go seek that person, or did they kind of come to you? How did that How did that happen?
0: So a combination of the two. When you get clear on what your value is and what service you offer, it's easy to have the conversation. Um, Making the shift that you're not there to sell yourself, you're not there to sell your service, you're there to serve other people. And when you have that dialogue, people can see when you're being authentic and saying, hey, I relate to you, I want what you have, or I want to experience what you have experienced before. I want to be in your space. And so that combined with networking and the confidence boosting of consistently getting out there, hey, this is what I do. And not like, hey, I'm going to sit in the back and hope people don't see me, but just put myself out there. I know the very first time before I had even packages together, I had kind of tested the waters Um, and done some like back in the day Meerkat. So it was like a live stream before live stream was popular on Facebook. And I remember being so scared the first time. I'm like, what am I going to say? I don't know. And I was totally transparent the first time. I've never streamed before, guys. And I'm here. And we're going to have fun. Don't know what it's going to look like, but we're going to have fun. And at that end of that first stream, there were 900 people in the room listening to what I had to say. And there's something empowering about, I'm scared as hell and I'm still gonna take the jump. I'm still gonna leap because I know I'll figure it out.
2: That is awesome, I love that.
1: Mm -hmm. That's great. So, um, let's see, so tell us about something that's going on. What's what's upcoming for you? Um, What would you like to tell our listeners about? Okay,
0: so I have different, like I mentioned before, I have different services available. Um, coming up right now, I have group coaching. I don't know when this is going to be aired. So, a group spot that's going to come up. I limited it just because I can have a whole bunch of people in there for what the quality and caliber that I want to serve people. I limited it so that they do get some individualized. They don't feel like they're just another person. They're a name. They're a story. There's a connection there. So I have a group that is starting the end of this month, which is January. And then I will have another one at the end of every single month going forward. So if that's something you want to jump into, um, message me. Do we message? I don't know how that's going on. You can do info at uplevelcoaching.com. Um, you can also find Uplevel Coaching on Facebook. Or on Twitter, if you guys do the live streams, I'm streaming. It will be um, Periscope, same thing, and that handles that at, at Uplevel Coaching. So you can find me on the website. Um, another thing is you can also email info at uplevelcoaching.com. Um, to see what kind of events, I will create an events tab so that you can sh- click it and see what's going on for opportunities. Um, webinar coming beginning of March. Details will be coming soon.
2: Nice. Monthly, quarterly, is that a work in progress?
0: Right now it's gonna be quarterly. The more inspired I get and the more dedication I get towards that, I have a different other things going on. Um, So I scaled out the group coaching model because before I was doing the one-to-one and then I was scaling the business so now it's the one-to-one and also groups. Um, The other thing is I'm also focusing on speaking and getting my message out with that. I've also recently joined with some um, nonprofit organizations that are empowering women coming out of domestic abuse and they're looking for trainers. So as much as I want to do that, I also want to balance where it's scalable, where I'm still giving back to the community because I feel, especially as entrepreneurs, the value always shows up. If you are creating value, if you are putting yourself out there like the money will show up. But if you're so focused on money, 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 you lose your purpose and your vision. So I got a little bit of something, something going on in both directions.
2: <laughs> that was exciting. We, we are so excited to see what you continue to do. <laughs> it's fantastic. Me too. <laughs> hey,
1: show us your sign.
2: Oh, okay. we can totally see it. We
0: were having this chat before. I love, okay, true story. So you see the sparkles here. So I have the six kids. I have five boys and then I had a girl. So I was like in the thick of it, like rough and tumble. I can be rough and tumble. I had never really given myself permission to be a true woman and sit in my feminine energy. And that's something that we go about in some of the coaching is sometimes you show up in this masculine, just take charge, get it done, blah, blah, blah. So then I had my girl and shoes all sparkle, which indirectly kind of gave me permission to be sparkle. So I found the sign.
2: What?
0: I <laughs> love that. Oh my gosh. So I had it on my wall, but then I did a stream last night and it was backwards. So the words were backwards and you couldn't see it. So I took it down.
2: <laughs>
0: I didn't want it to be backwards in this, in this webinar. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs>
2: fantastic. So inspired by what you're doing. Thank you. You are the inspiration too.
0: (laughs) That's the thing that I want people to walk away with after hearing this or watching it. Um, Your message is inspiring. There are so many times people have come to me and they're like, "Well, I'm not extraordinary. I'm just a normal person living my normal life," and I call BS. Everybody has a message. Everyone has a purpose and specific talents that are unique to them. So do you. Don't worry about what other people think or if you think they're better than you. Let go of all that stuff and focus on being you. Just rock your awesomeness. You're born to sparkle. You're born to do <laughs> you. And that's what it is. When you're saying empower and inspire, that's sometimes we forget the basics of we are powerful woman, women women. We can do whatever we want in today's society we can do you know 50 years ago i want to start a business the the, like entry just to get yourself out there was so different than where it is now
2: absolutely absolutely and it's and and it's true and it's a great message and everything everyone has something to offer and that's what's so exciting and incredible absolutely All right. Well,
1: I guess we're going to wrap up and um, I hope everyone has a wonderful um, day and week and year. 2018 is already rocking. Hope to see
2: you guys soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a good day. Sparkle, sparkle.